So hi guys, here we are, MMA UK News, obviously myself, Stoomboy, as always, MMA UK BJJ show. So talking about Grapple Fest 11, Grapple Fest 11 is going to be at the usual place, Fleet Street in Liverpool, that's Fusion Nightclub, it's going to be Saturday 26th of February. Now, uh, doors open, I believe, around about three-ish, half past three, uh, first fight is going to be four o'clock. Now, I say this all the time, Grapple Fest are very punctual with their fight times. Uh, so more than likely that first fight will kick off at 4pm. So make sure you're in the venue, you get a space, because um, obviously it promises to be a fantastic night of grappling. It's going to be Daisy Fresh coming over with a team of some of the top kind of belts throughout, the, uh, throughout America, or throughout the Daisy Fresh team, should I say. Um, they're going to be taking on some of the best that we have here in the UK and obviously Europe as well. Uh, you've got a lot of fights on the prelim, uh, and obviously the main card as well. So tickets for the event, as I said, they're all sold out. You can maybe get some tickets from your chosen fighters uh, if they have any left. I very much doubt it because, as I say, these tickets went very, very quickly. Um, the only other place you can watch it is Flow Grappling. Uh, now, if you do go on Flow Grappling, they do default to a yearly subscription so you do need to choose the monthly option. If you're only choosing it for this event, then make sure you choose that monthly option, and then it's up to you after that what you do with it. Um, so obviously my next guest is going to be on the show that night, so Reese Doran, uh, Fifth Elements Jiu-Jitsu. Um, so yeah, listen, I've seen Reese. First time I've seen Reese, I think, was Grab and Pull, uh, November 2014, um, obviously he was a blue belt at the time I think you were a fresh blue belt at the time as well Reese. Yeah, brand new at the time That was an old competition Yeah, but it was awesome I mean obviously that was at a time where um, I mean obviously we had a team From Gracie Barra Glasgow Obviously you guys had a team Obviously yourself, James um, Chris Morgan All you guys used to kick about Kevin Cunningham when he was coming up as well um, yeah, So it was awesome times it was definitely good times back then. 100%. It was. Um, those blue belt days were very good. <laughs> I remember the... Yeah, I remember the... You always used to have epic fights with uh, one of my teammates at the time, Marty Fleming. Yeah, yeah, always. So many scrambles. I, I, I remember actually looking back at those fights like six months ago. Scrambles for days. Yeah. So it was a good back and forth. Yeah. That was, I remember that first fight, obviously watching you guys at Grab and Pool. Um, and I remember recording. I think I sent you the video as well. Every now and again, I would send you the video. Um, and. It was just an awesome match, and it was like back and forward and back and forward. I think you ended up getting the victory on the day. So, but it was a fucking. I think that was probably the match up of the day. Everybody yeah. that was watching it was like, that was definitely the best match of the day. Right. Hopefully, I do another match of the day. <laughs> definitely, definitely. And what about your training then? So, I mean, how's everything going with you training wise? Now, you're obviously a black belt as well. So, congratulations on that. Um, yeah. So what's uh, what's your training like now then, Reese? Yeah, it's it's going well, you know. Um, I'm I'm coaching a lot, you know. Now, you know, um, I've been coaching full time for about two or three years now. I'm probably one of the busiest coaches in the country right now. Four hours plus coaching on the week. So I jump in on them sessions, but 
I've got to be but careful that I don't burn it coaching so much. I don't be uh, training too hot because you feel yourself depleting at the end of the week. And then, um, the weights, two three times a week. And I also try and help do once or twice a week. And train, I work, train with like Elvis and all that guy. My train's going well, you know. A lot of guys train with that good heavy pressure passes and Nice. And that was always one thing. I mean, certainly for you, I mean, you like to, to travel about and train with a lot of different people. You were never just stuck to the one gym. It was always you want to train with the kind of best people that progressed your own game. Totally, totally. And especially like before, um, when I had my last job, before I actually was full time to get to, I had so much like time and money. I could compete around the world and spend the week training somewhere. And my skills went went so far like those experiences have made me who i am right now and i'll never get away from that i always want to try and train different people get different perspectives and stuff try and get different guys in the gym with seminars at the club as well you know it's good for everybody yeah yeah and we definitely seen that i mean you coming up through your belts obviously blue uh purple brown and so on i mean obviously you were you were definitely one of the guys that was out there one of the the more consistent competitors uh wherever you went i mean as you mentioned you were all over the world you were in japan you were you know, obviously all over europe and so on in america um was that always something that you wanted to do when you first got into jiu-jitsu um you wanted to travel about i think um I didn't really feel like I was going to be that type of competitor until about six months to a year in. Um, yeah. It was all, at the time when I started producing as well, I was like, it was just more of a hobby sort of thing. But I quickly, I was training hard, I loved it, and I loved it, and turned into a bit of a competitor. And then maybe early on in my career, I got a pretty good job, and I had a lot of spare money, so I could, I could freely do what I wanted, compete what I wanted. And I think my first year of competitiveness was all just local and national. And then as soon as as soon as that first year of success, I wanted to keep it going and, and test myself in the European circuit, the world circuit, and, and see how it would do. And, you know, I, I never won anything crazy, like world medals or anything. I did win a European medal once, and I won like Asian Open and stuff, so I have did well in the... In the continental circuit and the world circuit but yeah. you know even just the, the preparation for those tournaments puts you on the other level you know you, and constantly striving to that gets you to that level and i haven't competed a ton at purple and brown belt but i want to make the mm -hmm. that, that that next that next stage of where you know i'm competing all the time if i can you know around yeah. the world yeah. competing with all sorts of levels Definitely. And you're in, I mean, obviously the black belt. So what, what are you now? You, because what were you? You were under 82 at the time as a blue belt. Was it under 82, under yeah. 76? So it was well, under 82, well, yeah. I've, I've actually competed, I've competed lightweight, middleweight, medium heavy and heavyweight. So I've, I've been, <laughs> in, in my 10 years, pretty much units, I've went from 70 kilo to 110. That's the span of weight I've been. So I've been, right. I've been some sizes in this sport you know like when i had knee surgery <laughs> i was out i was out for six like, like 110 kilos and yeah, uh, yeah when i went to brazil first back i was like 73 kilos like lean you know so yeah 
I've been all sorts of ways. It should be 75 to 80. That's where I should be. Yeah. You know, but yeah, I like my food as well. I like, I like, I like my food. <laughs> <laughs> Never. I mean, you're comfortable. I mean, obviously, under eighty-two, under seventy-six, you're very, very comfortable. As I say, any time I've ever seen you, you, you're, you're very exciting fighter, a very, very exciting grappler, very technical grappler as well. As you mentioned, obviously, you, you like the top game, but even on the bottom, you were, you were still very, very technical, and, and it was always a joy to watch you any time you were competing. Yeah, thank you. Uh, I do I do try to be as well-rounded as I possibly can. One thing that I have did over the last few years as well is try to work on my judo and my wrestling. That's something that I didn't have when I was white and blue belt, you know. Um, I was white and blue belt, I just focused on the mat work. Get good, best as I can on the bottom, best as I can on the top. Be able to, you know, get the side control, mount back, work from all in positions, be escape positions, escape submissions, counter-attack, all, be just well-rounded. And then... You know, as I, I grew as an athlete, I started to become more well-rounded in, in the wrestling, the judo, and just be just wherever the fight goes, I'm I'm ready. You know, and, and that's where I think it's it's important nowadays. Like you see, so yeah. many wrestlers coming into sport, so many judo players coming into sport, so many jujitsu guys turn into wrestling for extra techniques and different perspectives. And I think it's important to um to be well-rounded in this sport nowadays because any chinks in the arm, that's when you're going to get caught out. I think. Yeah. Early days when when we used to compete back in the day, it was like just a guard player could could win the fight, you know. But nowadays, yeah. it, it was like like the UFC, you know. Back in the day, just one one style could win. Now it's yeah. the combination. You need to be able to wrestle. You need to be able to get to judo. You need to be able to pass. You need to be able to play guard. You need to be able to do everything. If you don't, then you get caught out because someone will find the find a little chink in the armor. Yeah. Definitely, definitely. And then what about you? Obviously, Grapple Fest 11 then. So how did you find out you were going to be on the show? Um, well, they put a post out about the undercard. And, you know, I just I put my name down for the undercard. Because um, I just wanted to, you know, um, see see what, what they would say. And then they came back and they were just like, oh, the undercard's for blue and brown belt. Blue to brown belts only. Um, <laughs> yeah. And I was like, okay, well, I'm a black belt now, so you can you can you can take that as you will. I'm game to fight. If if you want to give me a fight, then I'm I'm here. I'm game. And I have yeah. I have heard that there's not a ton of under eighty kilo black belts, so I'm I'm in a good spot where you know I'm an under eighty kilo black belt where they're gonna they're gonna be able to get get me a fight, you know. Yeah. And yeah. after that, they were like, okay, well, you're fighting the main card, another black belt. So I'm I'm happy. Yeah. I'm happy. And what do you prefer? Because I know you did a, a lot of ghee back in the day. So what, what what is your preference now? You still enjoy the ghee, or are you more kind of leaning towards no ghee? So you hear me, okay, Reese? Like we're just having a little bit of technical issues, um, so it won't be a second. Um, so yeah, yeah. Rishi, are we okay? The mic. I think the question was. Yeah, so let's just. The internet's just been a bit slow right now. Yeah, so it's just frozen up there a little bit. So, um, so it won't be a second. Just while we try and get Reese back there we on. Go. There we go. It's better now. 
Nice, nice. So, um, so yeah, what I was saying there then, Reese, is in regards to um, obviously what what you like to compete in. So, what what do you lean towards? Are you still a gi man, or you prefer no gi now? Really, like the stream, okay. Uh, but I think I heard him. Really, like the timetable in our gym is like fifty percent gi, fifty percent no. We don't, we don't have um, like a preference in the timetable, and that's again, that's like pushing that well-roundedness. So, like in in fifth element, like we want everyone to be able to do gi, no gi, judo wrestling, pass guard, play guard, leg locks, everything. So try to be well-rounded, and like I also do fifty percent both, but. Usually, I'll gravitate towards one or the other, depending on what I'm preparing for. So, like, how I'm preparing for gi, 10-minute fight. So, I'm going to yeah. be doing lots of gi rounds. And try and yeah, do a little bit. And yeah. if I'm in the gi, I'm just going to work similar stuff to no gi. I'm, I'm not going to be doing much gi guards or anything. I'm not going to be doing collar sleeve or anything like that or anything. I'm just going to be working my no gi game. And yeah. in, t- in terms of, like, preference... I'm probably better in no gi. I am gi, um, yeah. But I still love both, and the gi will always, always uh, have a place in my heart where it's it's niggle, you know. It's it's got like all those games, all those aspects. It's slow, it's steady, but it also can be fast. It's it's technical, you know. There's lots yeah. of aspects to both both types of the grappling that I love. I'll never not do. Yeah. Definitely. And what about you then? So this year then we saw, obviously the main focus then will be Grapple Fest. Uh, what about going forward then? What, what do you see going forward from yourself in 2022? Uh, well, personally, I, I want to try and keep the shins going. Like I said, like this grapple right now is going to be my Black Belt debut, um, yeah. which, you know, I kind of saw my black belt debut with me wearing a gi and wearing a black belt, you know. <laughs> um, <laughs> maybe I'll wear a gi and a black belt and take it off, I'm joking. Um, but um, I'm thinking about doing the Grand Slam in London, the Abu Dhabi Grand Slam, a month later. Yeah. Um, yeah. Just purple, brown and black belts allowed in that tournament. And that'll probably be my gi black belt debut, which I might do. And then yeah. um, try and get on some more shows, see if I can get on another grapple fest. And, you know, Horace would be unbelievable. I'd love to get him something like that. Uh, yeah. And I think now... So we'll just break it up again with Reese. Uh, I know he did mention, obviously, his internet was was uh, like uh, was playing up. On things like Rattlefest, it's more, it's more likely to happen. Yeah. Oh, there we go. Yeah. So so you just having obviously a little bit of connection issues. So um so you hear me now, Reese, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Nice, nice. Okay. So so we're getting there then. So you you were mentioned obviously the the, the gra- oh. obviously grapple first, then looking up and then Talking about the Grand Slam, you were going to be doing the Grand Slam, hopefully the Grand Slam next month and so on. And then obviously for you then look to get on, obviously potentially get on Grapple Fest again and maybe Polaris and so on as well. 
Yeah, Grattlefest again, something like Apollo. I think mixing up the tournaments with the uh, with the big events is something that I really want to try and do. Keep up the events, you know. I think now I'm a black belt, I'm more likely to get on these shows. And yeah. also, um, the tournaments, they're a different vibe, you know, fighting multiple people in a day. That's hard graft. And when yeah. you win a big tournament and get a medal at the end of it, it feels what it feels like you've you've worked multiple people, multiple styles. You're not preparing for an opponent. You don't know who you're fighting, and then all of a sudden, yeah. you, all of a sudden, you, you you break through the barriers and you get you, you get your your big victory at the end. Nothing, nothing. Um, it's just a different event, you know. I think both super fights and tournaments they've got their own place, and they're all very, very. I think super fights is the way the sport needs to go for the professionals, like the like. Yeah. M- what a style where tell you're gonna you're gonna get people in the door, spectators making money. Tell yeah. tell the athletes gonna get money down the future. But the yeah. tournaments is something that Judas you know, Judas need tournaments. It needs it. How else yeah. are you gonna find out who the best guy in the world is? You know, you put them all in a bracket together. Yeah. Therefore. And then we do have a question come in, Reese, so from obviously MMA UK's Katie Hunter. Um so what are your Career bucket list goals. Now, obviously, for for Reese, Katie, Reese has done massive amounts so far. Um, as he's been able to travel the world, train with some of the best people in the world and stuff like that. But but obviously, now that you've got your black belt, what's your kind of goals going forward then, Reese? So you hear me now, Reese? yeah? Sorry, I didn't get that question. So what I was saying, Katie Hunter of MMA UK News, just saying, uh, obviously now then, now you're a black belt, um, what's your career bucket list goals? So what's your goals going forward? Is that a bucket list goal? Yes, yes. Yes, yeah, okay. Uh, Sorry, the voice is just... Been, uh, quite a lot um yeah i think um so in terms of like no no gi, i've kind of got i like, split the gi and no gi goals and then also got like a bit of coaching goals too so i'll not mention coaching goals but in terms of like gi and no gi my gi goals i want to try and qualify for the world at some point you know I, like goals how did you do with a certain amount of points to qualify and easy in there i think it's three gold medals at IBJJF, which, you know, a black yeah. belt, that's no easy task. So that, that's definitely one of my big goals over these next... Uh, I want to try and do it at adult, of course. Yeah, that's what I want to do. Right now I'm 28 year old, yeah. and I, I feel like I've got about years left of that I want to push hard to try and get some of these goals down. Um, and try and get the world for one, you know, just try my best, see, see, how, see what I can do, try and get in the Rankings and the stuff, and then try and get eighty six up until up until again, like those those worlds and the ADCC, as well as like the Norgay worlds. I for them try my best. To qualify for them 
and then um or the other aspects like i said i, I like the kind of split between thinking of, of tournaments and super fights so so, like nowadays, what you're seeing with the super fight game is the super fight game is starting to turn into this like UFC style where you've got a champion, you've got hopefully what I want to see is like ranking system. Like, yeah, in five or ten years, the way you see this sport going is like a ranking system with a champion, a weight class, yeah, and then you just give up the ranking system until you get the middle. If you're in the top 10, yeah. then you're gonna get looked after and you'll you'll get a, a, you know enough to live on and stuff like that. That's the, that's the hope. And if you, if you yeah. look at the, the world's going right now, it's like we've got we've got one FC in Asia that easily be a grappling organization doing that thing, uh, titles in Asia. And then you've got who's number one in America in all of them there. And then you've got Polaris Europe. So you've got these straight away, you've got these three that are already set in stone that can create yeah. this. And then eventually you could have Polaris champions versus number one champions. One FC yeah. champions versus Polaris. And this could be something that's like unheard of, and it could make us sport. Definitely, definitely. And it's going to happen. That, that could it change will... a lot of people's yeah. goals. Ed goals will start to be let's be let's be the European Polish yeah. champion. Let's be, yeah, yeah. No. Let's be who's number one champion. Let's be the world champion of all of these organizations. I think the goals of people are going to change if the sport changes like that. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it will happen. As I said, it will happen. So, um, and it's going to be brilliant when it does. Because as I said, it's, it's definitely going that way. So it is definitely going that way. So, um, and then Katie Hunter just coming in, just wishing you all the very best for qualifying for the Worlds. Uh, that's the thing, Katie, with the Worlds, you have to, uh, as Reese was saying, you have to win usually three gold medals. Um, and that then qualifies you or get a certain point that's, um, for being a black belt. Obviously, your your white belts, blue belt, purple and brown can go in with no issues, but black belts, yeah, need to qualify with a certain amount of points. Uh, so, Reese will do it. Reese will do it. Reese is definitely one of these guys that's out there. Um, and he always loves competing. Um, and if you've never seen Reese compete before, then definitely get, Polar uh, get Grapple Fest on full grappling because... Reese is absolutely awesome to watch. Very, very exciting grappler. Um, definitely one of my favourite guys. As I say, I always loved watching Reese um, at different competitions. We always used to meet up at different comps uh, all the time, um, and yeah, used to get a chat and stuff like that. So it was always, always good fun. Always good fun. Um, and then Reese for you then. Um, Anybody you want to shout out to? So any kind of friends, family members, teammates, or even any sponsors that you may have? Yeah. Uh, you know, friends, family, all, me, all, my, all my... All the students in fifth element, you know, who sponsor um, the gym, you know, and all, all the club, and then um, all the guys out there as well uh, who help our training too so I think just you know all the training partners helping us all the people who make my life fun you know definitely definitely so so guys there we have it then so Reese Dorn fifth elements jiu-jitsu going to be on grapple fest 11 that's Saturday 26th of February fusion nightclub Fleet Street in Liverpool now tickets as I said are unavailable there's no tickets left so make sure you get on to flow grappling um, and choose their monthly options if you are only getting it for Grapple Fest. So 
going to be an absolute fantastic night. Uh, Daisy Fresh versus Europe. Uh, so we're looking forward to a great night. Reese, I'll be there on the night, so we'll be able to get a catch-up. As I said, it's been a number of years since I last seen you, so it'll be good to get a catch-up with you, brother. So I don't know if you can hear me there. So, so Reese, I was saying uh, I'll be able to see you on the night. I'll be there. Um, so we'll get a catch-up, we'll grab a chat and so on. Uh, so it'll be good to see you again. So I don't know if you can hear me now, Reese. Sorry, the, the stream's just lagging a lot. No, that's been what I was saying there, Reese. Time, it's hard to, it's hard to, it's yeah. No, that's but what I was saying there is uh, I'll see you on the night. I'll be at Grapple Fest on the night. So um, it'll be good to catch up. It's been a number of years. So definitely looking forward to seeing you again, Reese. Yeah, it'll be nice to see you too, mate. It's been a while. Yes, yes. Well, listen, thank you, you again. Yes, so thank you again, Reese. Um, and I'll see you next month. Enjoy the rest of your training, all right? You too. You too. Take it easy, buddy.